Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. What sort of manager are you, and how does that relate to the success of your business? Well, according to employment expert Marnie Jones, director of Talent X, we all need to embody each of seven management archetypes if we want to reach our full potential. She says that by getting stuck into one style of management, business owners can become their own worst enemy. Marnie's formulated a list of seven management types, and she says they all need to be embraced. So, how did she develop these seven archetypes? Marnie Jones tells Jeff Waters. I decided to sit down one day and isolate what it is to be a good manager. I find management a very tough role. There are a lot of aspects to it. There's a lot of things that you need to get right. It's very easy to get wrong. And 58% of managers in Australia don't receive any management training. And I I sat back and I was like, okay, if I was going to tackle this, how would I isolate what a manager is and, and how a manager needs to be? So I figured out that through all the different things that a manager must do, there are seven different archetypes or identities that a manager must take on at different times throughout their managerial experience in order to be successful. And I found that the unsuccessful managers that I've met tend to just be the same archetype. They use the same thing all the time in every situation. And I find that's where a lot of managers fall down. So what is that archetype that's so negative? Well, there are out of the seven, the first archetype is a pusher. So this is someone who has to push to get something done. You then have the mentor. Well, let's just go back to the pusher for a minute. Isn't that a problem with the staff, not the manager, that you have to push them? Absolutely not. I think even some great staff, it's like they might come to you and be like, I want to do blah. And you're like, now, come on. We agreed on this last week. I want you to do it. Here's the thing. You're going to do it. So it's not necessarily micromanaging. And also remembering that an archetype is an identity. So it's the way that the manager is being. It's not necessarily what the manager is doing. So you could hold the pusher archetype on an action that isn't necessarily pushing them as well. It's an identity. Okay. Well, please explain. What do you mean by pusher? This is someone who doesn't take any sort of lacks on something. And there are situations where you do need to push your staff. Like one of my um, staff members didn't want to change the way that she was running her calendar, for example. It's a very simple example. And she was like, I want to do it like this. And I, I said, you know what? I know that you want to do it that way. I'm really sorry. This is something I can't be fluid on. I need you to do it like this. So there are times where you have to be like that and times where you have to be softer, like in the mentor archetype, for example. Well, let's look at that. Yeah. So the mentor archetype is required to develop. It's about building respect and trust. It's asking them what they think. They come to you with a problem. I love the mentor archetype. You can get a lot done in this archetype. Someone comes to you. Hey, Marnie, how do I do this? And I say, well, what do you think? Oh, well, that's why I ask because I don't know. Okay. Well, if I was unavailable, if I was on a plane and uncontactable and you had to make a decision, what would you decide? Oh, well, I don't know. That's why I do. Okay. Well, I'm going to push this back on you a little bit. I want you to go and figure this out. Go have a cup of tea, come up with a solution. You can come back to me and I'll approve it. That's a mentor type approach. You then have the police officer. 
And the oh. police officer, ooh, <laughs> they're there to keep the staff within the flags and keep it on policy, stick to the rules. This is something a lot of managers hate doing, especially in Australia. We don't like being the police officer. Like we walk through the office. If something is going on that should be addressed, the police officer will go, hey, this is the policy. Let's get back on track. It's a bit different to the pusher, but it is a presence that someone has to have. Now, managers that don't have the police officer presence have staff that walk all over them and staff where you tell them to do something, they don't do it. So the police officer is there to to keep a feeling of, I better do something <laughs> in a productive way. You have to have that start, that feeling. Yes, self-responsibility. That's right. The next archetype is the trainer. And this is needed to upskill and develop the team. And it's there to make sure that they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. And you have the patience, and I say this with conviction, patience, to sit down and walk them through it. Now, this is also another archetype a lot of managers don't do. They get frustrated. I hire them, they should know. I pay them, they should know. You get these things a lot with managers. But there is a responsibility to go, okay, have I sat down with them? Have I run through it with them? Have I gone over it until they feel comfortable and then handed it over? So I like to think of training as the currency of management because training buys you more time. It buys you more freedom and it buys you more flexibility in your role as a manager so you're not doing their job for them. You then have the innovator archetype. So this is required to prevent stagnancy and to propel the company forward. And the manager has to be thinking with that innovation. That's very important when you're looking at how things are run. Should you improve things? Should we look at a new software? Should we restructure this? Is this the right way that we're doing this? Is this the right customer? All these different things that a manager has to be aware of. You then have the organizer. And this is one a lot of managers hate, but the organizer is there to increase efficiencies and reduce waste. You could have the best staff, you could have the best company, the best clients, but if you don't organize that area, you can lose a lot of that area's potential. And the last archetype is the firefighter. So this is required to put fires out and deal with emergency situations and deal with urgent situations. And so the seven are, I'll just recap, the pusher, the mentor, the police officer, the trainer, the innovator, the organizer, the firefighter. Now, what's interesting about these is you can be each of these too much, not enough, or be balanced in it. And each of them have their own manifestations. For example, if you firefight too much, you then create a situation where no one does their job. You're just doing it all for them because you're just jumping in and solving their problems. If you don't firefight enough, you have these awful situations that blow up and don't get solved because you didn't jump in soon enough. So each of these archetypes can be done too much or not enough. And you have to be able to adapt as a manager and know which archetype to use for which situation. You mentioned that it was like a spectrum that everybody is on. What's the sweet spot, Marnie? The sweet spot is really tricky because it depends on the situation and the person. This is the other thing. A staff member might really need you to be a pusher. Some staff respond to being pushed and told what to do and being quite stern with them. Other staff might hate that so much. You have to do the mentor all the time. So there is no blanket rule. And this is where managers go wrong because you hear someone say on a podcast or some, you read some article that says a manager must always be X, Y, Z. And that's the challenge that I find with management is this is why it's so hard is because you have to be these seven things at different times with different people, depending on the situation and be able to swap instantaneously. If you can't swap that archetype and you get stuck being the organizer all the time, or for example, the innovator, if you are the innovator all the time, if you constantly innovate, you then actually remove stability. You can't innovate forever. Otherwise, there's no stability on what works or what doesn't. So it's really important. And that is the skill is can you be a chameleon? How to know when the right time is? And that depends on the person standing in front of you. And it depends on the situation that's in front of you. 
That was Marnie Jones, director of Talent X. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.